Prime Minister Justin Trudeau gets a rude welcome from attendees at the 2023 North American Indigenous Games in Halifax. Billionaire and Twitter owner Elon Musk is mocking Justin Trudeau over comments on gender ideology when lecturing members of Calgary's Muslim community. Ontario Premier Doug Ford says Toronto's plan to decriminalize hard drugs is the craziest thing he's ever heard. Hello Canada, it's Tuesday, July 18th, and I'm Cosman Georgia, your new host for True North's Daily Brief. And I'm Andrew Lawton. We've got you covered with all the news you need to know. Let's discuss the top stories of the day and the True North exclusives you won't hear anywhere else. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau was loudly booed during an appearance to open the 2023 North American Indigenous Games in Halifax. Videos of the incident are being shared on social media showing Trudeau's unwelcome reception before his speech. Here's what that sounded like. The games take place every few years and feature indigenous athletes from across the continent. Athletes contend in various sports including lacrosse, canoeing, wrestling, archery, basketball, soccer, and other sports. This isn't the first time where Trudeau was heckled by a crowd at a First Nations event. While at a 2022 event in Kamloops, British Columbia, the Prime Minister was beset by indigenous protesters. Hecklers called the Prime Minister a criminal and told Trudeau to shut up prior to his speech. Drummers also surrounded the Prime Minister and called him disrespectful. So Andrew, you know, we've seen Trudeau appear at, you know, almost any province in the country and he's beset by protesters. I mean, this is Nova Scotia of all places, a liberal province, you know, the Atlantic provinces usually vote that way. What do you think is going on here? Well, I think that even more noteworthy than that is that it is a predominantly indigenous audience. Now, I don't know what the specific grievances are that led people to boo him. Maybe they are upset about the lack of clean drinking water on several indigenous reserves. Maybe their concern is that uh, he's talking a big game about reconciliation and they don't feel he means it. Whatever the case is, it's that it's coming from a group that he's claimed to be the lone guy looking out for. And I I think it actually is quite uh, important for us to realize that a lot of Indigenous people, whatever their political persuasions are, think that Justin Trudeau is simply not as advertised. Yeah, I think you make a good point because he's put reconciliation at the core of his you know, term, and he's made so many efforts to speak to this community, but they're, but they're really not responding. And and this is just another case of that. Yeah, I would agree. And I I think that for a lot of uh, people that are seeing this, you're right to point out that it's hard for him to show his face without getting booed by someone somewhere. And that is not exactly the same uh, welcome he was getting when he first came onto the scene, uh, pushing a decade ago, at which he was met with adoring fans. So, quite a a bit of a fall from grace here. 
Billionaire Twitter owner Elon Musk has mocked Justin Trudeau for blaming the, quote, American right wing, unquote, for Muslim communities opposing gender ideology being forced on children in schools. Musk shared his thoughts on Twitter by replying with a clown emoji to a New York Post story on Justin Trudeau and his comments. As previously reported by True North, Trudeau lectured members of Calgary's Muslim community who were concerned about gender ideology, telling them, quote, there's an awful lot of misinformation and disinformation out there due to people on social media, particularly fueled by the American right wing spreading a lot of untruths about what's actually in the provincial curriculum. This is not the first time that Musk has weighed in critically on Justin Trudeau. The Tesla founder once shared a meme comparing Trudeau to Adolf Hitler during the Freedom Convoy, featuring a photo of Hitler with the text, quote, stop comparing me to Trudeau, I had a budget, a meme that Musk later deleted. Musk has also criticized Trudeau's internet regulation policy, saying, they, quote, sound like an attempt to muzzle the voice of the people of Canada, unquote. Musk has said he believes Canada needs a new government to protect free speech. Uh, Now, I mean, look, we can agree or disagree with Elon Musk on a number of issues here, and I I don't want to read too much into a clown emoji on Twitter, Cosman, but uh, there is a bit of optimism that I take from this anyway, that Musk isn't interested in playing Trudeau's game. And I, I think in this era of internet regulation from the Trudeau government, that's actually quite uh, significant to make note of. Yeah, Andrew, you know, I think Musk is, you know, prone to these public condemnations. And like you said, you can read into that. But the question is, you know, what uh, opposition has Twitter offered to some of Trudeau's policies, including Bill C-18, which recently passed, and Bill C-11, which is on its way to becoming law? And Quite frankly, I haven't seen much from uh, Elon Musk in terms of substantial, you know, opposition and 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 lobbying against those things. So it'll be interesting to see whether these comments turn into action later. Yeah, I would agree with that, and and I don't want to overstate the importance of pushing back in a tweet or, like I said a few moments ago, with a clown emoji. I mean, yes, it's it's better than nothing, but it doesn't actually amount to hitting these policies uh, in a, a meaningful way. But I I do think that there's an opportunity here, and I, I wonder why Twitter has actually been able to kind of skirt by without it seems like being targeted by these things. And I don't know, maybe if I'm just thinking of the possible 3D chess here, Justin Trudeau does doesn't want an enemy in Elon Musk. Who knows? Yeah, absolutely. And and the truth is, I think, you know, a lot of mainstream politicians really rely on Twitter, rely on social media to get their message across. And it's uh, a sort of love-hate relationship. And it's, it's good to see, you know, that there's some bite back from uh, some of these big tech owners when it comes to Prime Ministers expressing an opinion that most people disagree with. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. 
With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Ontario Premier Doug Ford is slamming the city of Toronto's plan to decriminalize hard drugs, including fentanyl and meth for kids and adults saying he'll do everything in his power to fight it. In a Friday radio interview with Global AM 640's Alex Pearson, Ford said Toronto's sweeping proposal is the, quote, craziest thing I've ever heard. Ford said, quote, I will do everything I can to fight this. This goes up to the federal government. They cannot be following up with the request. It would be an absolute disaster for our city. As reported by True North, Toronto's plan to decriminalize hard drugs for people of any age does not specifically limit the quantity of drugs that can be possessed for personal use. This makes the proposed policy even more lenient than the decriminalization order granted to the entire province of British Columbia by Prime Minister Justin Trudeau earlier this year. Given that BC's order does not apply to kids, and only applies to certain drugs and limits possession to under 2.5 grams. When asked by Global News what newly elected Toronto Mayor Olivia Chow thought of Ford's comments, spokesperson Shervin Rezvani said the request to decriminalize drugs was made by the Medical Officer of Health and is supported by the Toronto Police Service and its chief. Now, that's a big claim to make that, uh, you know, public health and the Toronto police supports this overall. I can't see, you know, the Toronto police service, the officers there thinking that decriminalization uh, is a good idea across the board. I'm sure there is some discontent. Uh, what do you think of this claim that this is, you know, uh, supported by the experts, this is supported by law enforcement? Does it really hold up, Andrew? Uh, it's tough to say. I, I mean, I, I think that a lot of the law enforcement folks that I've heard from and, and spoken to, now these are not people in any official standing, but just frontline officers generally, ha have basically said that everything has failed. And uh, they are not talking about, in my experience, wanting to normalize this approach that uh, Ford is, is criticizing here. I, I think, if anything, they're, they're saying that something more needs to be done, whereas this approach seems to be looking at less. Now, I, I should qualify this by saying that I, I am, as a libertarian, have some issues with the criminalized approach to drug use as a matter of uh, what's right and wrong and also as a matter of uh, practicality because we haven't seen the, the hard criminalized approach working. But at the same time, I also think that people in places like Toronto, my city of London, even cities outside of Ontario, people are seeing uh, homelessness, they're seeing drug use, they're seeing all these issues, and it, it it really doesn't square with Olivia Chow saying, you know what, we need to just pull our uh, feet off the gas pedal here. Yeah, and I think at the root of the question here is uh, the fact that this is being extended to kids. Now, from my understanding, when somebody is arrested for simple possession, that is, you know, not showing the intent of trafficking these drugs, usually it does not result in charges usually it 
they might be detained they they might have the substance taken away from them and especially with uh kids and and people who are underage you know they don't get sent to prison most of the time uh for for simple possession uh you know if you're underage and and you you possess drugs you might get a charge but eventually that gets removed when you you become an adult so what does this really mean decriminalizing in the sense of how police operate and the types of charges that they they set out does it really change anything Is- well, that, that's a good question. I think it actually, in this case, takes a tool away from them that is available to them, which uh, people can debate whether that's a tool they should have or not, but it, it is actually handcuffing, pardon the pun, what law enforcement is able to do in this particular case. And and I would say that Olivia Chow ha- has just showed up as the new mayor of Toronto. So uh, it's not like this is being driven by anything other than ideology. And I, I think that's actually quite important here that I don't think she's really had time or the interest in sitting down and talking to law enforcement, talking to business owners, talking to people with lived experience in this and reaching this. I think she just came in and this is just the the ideological view she wants to put forward and it's Torontonians that will have to just hope for the best. That's it for today and don't forget to check in at www.tnc.news throughout the day for all the news you need to know. And if you're able, please consider supporting independent media at donate.tnc.news. Thanks for listening and have a great day.